In the sports talk radio justice world, mediocre quarterback play and porous tackling are considered especially heinous. On the Lance J Show, the dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad at Paragon 7 Studios. These are their stories. So what do you think about the, the outdoor Galadicast? What do you think about this I'll, kind of a novel concept? Really, I'll, nobody else is doing this. Um, I'm actually loving it. It's it's fun to see Broadway um, right. and be just enough away from Broadway yeah. that it's entertaining to watch. Right. It's a beautiful day. The sun's out. Um, I, don't, I, don't have to worry about anyone, I don't have to worry about anyone projectile <laughs> vomiting on me because I actually, <laughs> actually had that experience where, where I broadcasted a show from a little bit further up on on the strip going towards uh, Bridgestone Arena and I saw all sorts of theater. I was just I saw people passing oh, out and, and drinking and throwing up all over the place. I was like, I don't want to be doing a show and some drunk person stumbles into me and, and knocks me over or, or gets run over by the car or something like that. But uh, <laughs> we like I, I really it's good to have you guys because I've been talking about it for a while. It's good to have you guys to see exactly what we're doing because this is if you think about it conceptually we're taking this to we're going to be we're going to be tailgating Titans games. We're going to be tailgating Alabama Crimson Tide games, uh, UT Volunteer games. We're going to really this gives us the ability to kind of get in out of situations relatively quickly. Uh, we have the setup in the back. I have my tents. I have my chairs. We have the tables and all of that. If somebody needs a larger setup, but with the car itself it's perfectly set up to do shows the acoustics is good it shields you enough from the wind and you can get in and get out and i think that's the that's the biggest thing that we want to accomplish so uh, i appreciate you guys coming in and testing it out and, and i appreciate absolutely your, your your feedback so so jordan um tell me tell me what's going on man what 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 is new with WEC Nashville? What are what are some of the new things that, that you guys have going on? Well, first and foremost, thanks again for having us on. We love being out here. Yeah. Um, I'm loving the change of scenery out in the sun, and uh, um, this breeze feels beautiful here in Nashville. And I do wish I got a part of the NIL, but what's going on new in the office right now for us is we have recently, uh, a couple weeks ago, lost uh, launched our full-service marketing collective called 1933 Marketing Collective right. um, with Drew, who's our chief marketing officer, sitting right next to me right, right here so tell us a little bit about that marketing collective drew what are i know that you've come on in the last six months and, and had a chance to come and be a part of the show in the past and, and talked about your role really bringing experience and sales and entrepreneurship and, and bringing a lot of energy into wec nashville uh, tell us a little bit about that collective and, and some of the products that you offer yeah, so it was an interesting start. When I came on to WEC, we had a portfolio of companies that we were working in just in-house uh, that are part of our verticals. And I came from a marketing background. I used to own my own social media marketing company. Right. And we were sitting around drinking some, <laughs> drinking some <laughs> liquor. And he goes, why don't we just go ahead and recreate what you've already done? All right. And I said, you know what? All right. At this point, it's a great idea. It's an easy way to get our name out there as a whole as WEC, right. as well as bringing value to all these other companies that are not mainly in our industry, in the liquor industry, in the hospitality industry, right. but we can branch out. So we started getting clients coming on board and we do anything in the array of anything digital, any digital marketing agency would do, but in a new and creative way. Right. As far as to maximize your reach, we have new technologies and new products that we're working on to go ahead and benefit those while keeping it cost effective. 
that makes sense. Um, so if you're just uh, tuning in, I got I got my guys from WEC Nashville. They're a consulting agency uh, where their offices are literally right right across the hallway from from mine. Uh, these are some fantastic guys. You know, I used to have my man. Um, my man Nick used to come on the show before his passing. So you you get to know people in 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 the building where Paragon Seven Studios is located in, in Industrious. Um, we've had people come on the show that from the from the venture capital uh, firm Jumpstart Nova. So we really partner up with as many as uh, as many people as possible that that are our neighbors in in the Industrious building downtown in Nashville. But what these guys do. They know spirits. They know how to party. They know how to plan. Uh, they know social media. They know marketing. And they've come on and talked about, they did a show uh, right before the Super Bowl talking about different spirits, a, a good cocktail to mix up for the Super Bowl. They've talked about uh, various uh, weddings, things that you should drink at weddings. They've talked about, they've given us some advice on how not to get hung over and not to, not to overdo it. You know, I talked to them about purple Jesus back in the day, uh, mixing the, ever, the, scary. the Everclear and Kool-Aid and, and how the purple Kool-Aid and Everclear and how basically my, my best friend, he almost died. Like I was, he, he, we were trying to wake him up and we had to get him to the, to the hospital after purple Jesus. So we've talked about that. I wanted to talk to you gentlemen about as we're getting into summer and people, we're out here in Nashville. We're on the Broadway Strip. We have a great view of everything right in front of the Hard Rock Cafe. And people are back at it. You know, the last couple of years, it was almost a ghost town uh, for a couple of years here in Nashville due to COVID. People are back out. You see the bachelorette parties, people with the with the paddle, the paddle boards and, and all of that. It's it's really back to, to completely normal downtown here in Nashville. What are some good spirits for the wedding season this summer? Uh, good spirits for the summer barbecues. What what should people be drinking during the summer um, when you have when you have the barbecues, you have the weddings, you have the family outings, you have the trips, the the beach trips, you have the volleyball stuff. What are some good spirits that that you would recommend for the summer? Tequila, one hundred percent tequila. Right. right now, I think I'm we're, we're sipping on now, some domestic eating, are you, beers. Are but you eating the worm? Uh, are we eating the worm? Or we oh no, I, I mean you can if you want right. to. If, if you if you finish the bottle and if you get to the worm in the first set and you can eat the worm. I had a friend that ate the worm that, and, and woke up. It. Up somewhere in Tijuana uh, at, the, at the Hong Kong. If you know, if you don't know about the, if you don't know about Hong Kong, Tijuana, that kind of shows some of the lifestyle that I led before I was a, a saved Christian. But if you don't know about Hong Kong, Tijuana, Google it. Unless you have young children in the car, then don't Google it. But I had a friend that ate the worm and literally woke up in Hong Kong, Tijuana, had no idea how he got there. I was just like, man, you might have a problem. Yeah, they can be a little scary. You got to be careful with those worms. Uh, yeah, but what's what's what are some of the tequilas? What makes tequila such a good drink for the summer? Let's give us some uh, tequila is the only non-depressant alcohol that exists. All right. um, it's all natural when you buy good tequila. Nice. The nice thing about it is you can drink a blanco on a nice hot summer day, do right. a margarita, do a paloma if you like right. grapefruit, or you can go something if you're a whiskey drinker, scotch drinker. You can go into aged tequila, so it's got a little more bur uh, barrel contact, so it's got bourbon flavors to it. Right. You can go into mezcal; it's got smokiness like a scotch. It's so versatile nice. um it's it's friendlier to your body nice. um it, it, it's better with the heat than a lot of things um it's just it's one of the best summer spirits that i think exists they've got a ton of different seltzers now that have agave spirit or, or tequilas mezcals nice. in them um i would definitely go that route for sure and when as soon as we get back to the office before we uh have our networking event tonight i think we're going to crack a couple tequilas uh before we head that way nice any any specific tequila brands that you want to promote or, or some brands that WC Nashville is working with? Um, so right now we're recording a couple
couple brand new brands right out of Mexico. Uh, nice. Mezcal from Oaxaca, tequila from, two tequilas actually from Jalisco. Um, so we should have those in the next 30 days wrapped up and ready to go. I will say until we get that done, um, I'm going to go. I'm going to stick with my favorites. Uh, we love um, Addictivo, especially the Cristalino. Oh, right, Kirk? Uh, yeah. um, and, you know, we love uh, Casamigos. Codigo is always a go-to. Um, those are those are some easy ones to, to get started with for sure. All right. Um you mentioned Mexico is Mexico. So just for people listening, whether you're listening on, on Kixie in Seattle, 880 AM on our Urban One syndicated feed out of DC or, or any of our affiliates uh, across the country, is Mexico an ideal place? I, I see it when I lived in Arizona, tequila is very popular in Arizona and in the Southwest, New Mexico, yeah. Arizona. It was not as popular when I lived in Seattle, not as popular when I lived in the Northeast. Is there something about the Southwest or, or the culture down there that makes tequila um, a very popular drink. So tequila is actually owned by the the government of Mexico, the oh, okay. um, the wow. spirit itself. So you can't so that's make. That's why I have you on the show. Man. <laughs> you can't make tequila. Yeah. You can't make mezcal unless it comes from wow. uh, Mexico. Really? Um, so there's nine different states in the country of Mexico you can make tequila. Um, there's eight different states you can legally make mezcal. Tequila generally comes from Jalisco, which is western side of Mexico. All right. Um, uh, mezcal generally comes from Oaxaca, which is more um, eastern side. Close Closer to Texas. So is it? Is it? I'm not trying to be uh, crazy. Is it the same people that are that are making crystal meth? Like it's like. A <laughs> do you have, do you no. have Gustavo free? I, I, I don't. I think this is cartel free. Is better, better call Saul helping a broker getting tequila north of the border? I had I had no idea. I mean, just, maybe I'm sure it does exist. Okay. Uh, that stuff you can't find. It's like buying moonshine in the backwoods of Virginia. Okay. Um, it's not okay. advertised. I'm sure it does okay. exist when you get to Arizona and, okay. and SoCal and uh, maybe parts of Texas. But um, no, the the stuff you're buying off the shelf is is cartel cartel free from what I do That's know. Good. It's always good. It's always good to be cartel free. So, uh, so I have these gentlemen in from WC Nashville. They, they always come in and, and give us some great ideas. Uh, before we go to a break, I want to ask them another question. Do you follow Tennessee baseball? And have you been following the College World Series and all of that with Ole Miss winning the, the well, national championship? I know you guys are baseball players. and um, Well, I'm a baseball player. Drew played golf. Oh, um, Drew played golf. Yeah. I thought yeah. he both played golf. Oh, okay. No, so I'm the athlete. He's the golfer. Um, hey. is how, how that what, comes did you think about, what did you think about the UT season? I think the way that they flamed, you know, they had guys. Man, they had, a, they had a great, a great regular season. Um, I thought they were a little cocky. They, uh, they were a little bit, but everybody's um, young, right? You're 19 Everyone's to 21 young. years old. It's it's you're living on the high life. They got a college kid. I forgot. Pardon me, but I forget the guy's name. Throwing the ball 105 miles an yeah, hour, breaking records, right. man. Um, right. You know you're living you're living the high life. And they came into Omaha, and you know I've played in in that that scenario before. Now, who did you play for? Um, I played for Carthage, Carthage College, uh, smaller school, but we, okay. you know, top five in the country every year. Went nice. to the College World Series three years. I was you there. Were, you were a pitcher. I was a pitcher, yeah. Okay. Didn't throw 105. Pitcher, no, I was a, a closer, but I didn't throw 105. Did you have, a, did you have the backdoor slider? Were you, were you a two-seam fastball? Uh, so I'm I a actually, baseball player, too. That I was actually uh, was a starting pitcher my entire life till I got to college, and I, I moved into a closing role, so I actually threw seven pitches. Oh, okay. um, so that, I think that's one of the reasons why I was, I was successful. I topped out at 95, but I also could back it up with curveball sliders, bad, um, split finger, and a fork ball, what, which is a little unique. Your, what ended your playing career? Um, uh, Too much nerve, nerve? No, no, no. Nerve damage to my elbow. 
Well, that'll do it yet, Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> no, not not Tommy. That's that's the the tendons, um, the nerve damage. My entire right arm goes numb. Um, oh wow. Randomly, and uh, when the, when scouts found out about that, I I started to get uh, the turn the blind eye to a little bit. Um, did you did you ever aspire to play like minor league or, or work up to the? Major I played league? a little bit um, independent ball after after okay. college. Um, Where? Uh, no, small affiliations that were um, so in the minor league baseball. If you don't know this, they have independent teams yep. that are also affiliated like with a ball with a ball. Yeah. Right. Okay. So they're not owned by a major league team. Got it. The, you can be a prospect in there, hopefully get picked up by a team that's got a farm system got and then move up in the ranks. I played for the independent teams. Oh, very nice. Um, very nice. Very and nice. again, you know, talked to a bunch of scouts and there are opportunities, but yeah, once they found out about the elbow, it was kind of, uh, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of people who could throw the ball 95 and got people out, uh, right. put it that way. That didn't have um, elbow problems. Well, so. I, I will say that watching UT this year, I mean, I'd never watched 10 college baseball games. I mean, it was a very compelling, uh, rather you love them. This year, them, this year is probably them. one of the best uh, right. Omaha's I've seen. Right. I went, actually went when UT came here to Vanderbilt, I actually went to the game. I'd never been to a college baseball game. And Vandy's a beautiful in, in field years. to go and, and to, Vandy's too. a beautiful field, and it's rowdy down there. Their yes, it is. is rowdy. Yes, it is. They're ringing cowbells, they're yelling oh, yeah. obscenities, they're chanting, <laughs> you know, they're, 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 it's a, it's a really good venue. You know, if I, I would advise anyone, if you like baseball and you're in Nashville, do during the late spring, uh, go to a Vandy baseball game, especially if they're playing an SEC team, if they're playing a series against Ole Miss or Alabama or Tennessee or one of these teams, because it gets real rowdy down there. It's a great crowd. It's a it's a great experience. What we're going to do is we're going to cut to a break. I'm going to bring my guys from WEC Nashville back. I'm going to ask them a couple more questions. We're down here, downtown Nashville, on the Broadway Strip. Galandicast, Lance Day Radio Network, after these messages. Live from the Paragon 7 Studio. You are listening to the Blanche J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. Did you know that 12,000 people are turning 65 years old every day? Many seniors will no longer be able to age in place and will need to look for individualized solutions. Upside Home is a personalized service for older adults that provides a gateway to independence and social experiences. Members choose how and where they want to live. Then their home manager connects them with services, anemones, and community events that promote overall wellness. Learn how Upside Home helps older adults age in the right place by calling 954-504-6122 or visiting UpsideHome, that's H-O-M.com. <laughs> 